we just do a good old school three? No. Hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. And best friend, Eric. What? What? It's all three of us this week. It's, we did it. Y'all were alternating back and forth. I figured Derek would drop out this week or drop in to the mainframe, but we're all here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Took anyway. The same pill, baby. Yep. Yeah. We're all on purple pills. Nope. That's D12, Eminem. Oh, yeah. Eminem. Yeah. If you mix red and blue, what color does that make? Yellow? Brown. <laughs> no, definitely that not. Makes purple. Green? Makes okay, purple. so I was on to something. Does not make yellow. <laughs> Blue and yellow makes green. Okay, this isn't a podcast about art. Red and yellow makes orange. Well, it is art. But red red and, and what do red and blue make, though? Red and blue make purple. Purple. Oh, okay. So Pills. I nailed it. Yeah. Anyway, yes. new release <laughs> is a movie podcast, a podcast with a time-traveling twist. twist. This is great when we get Derek doing um, in-person reverb. Um, episode 162, Nothing Derek Can Do, Oof. will throw me off my script here. <laughs> Ashley, um, you good with that number, 162? I think Just so. doing a I quick number check, which is kind of a bummer, but I think yeah. 162 is correct. Okay, well, usually when later. I say the number, it triggers a number-related <laughs> question from the movie. Number wars, and <laughs> then we get to do Derek over/under guessing game. So let's get that out of the way now. How many cars were crashed for the movie we're about to discuss? Derek, care to throw out a number? It's 16. wildly inaccurate. 69. Gosh, you're just going to go with a 69 joke every week? <laughs> no. I'm going to go with 200. Okay, actually, you don't know the answer to this? Well, I do. I don't know at one point. I don't know if it's 200 or 300. Okay. Well, it's 300. <laughs> okay. <laughs> GM, there was some kind of right. prominent product placement with uh, the car that they're driving like during one of the chase scenes, but GM donated. That was a Cadillac, and they donated like 300 cars, which all got demolished for the movie. So we'll talk about that more. Um, but first, when are we this week, Ashley? We are May 9th, 2003. Is there anything year, cool? Yeah. <laughs> Anything notable about that? It's uh, May. It's spring. Um, um, any activities? It's the beginning of summer. Bees are buzzing. Um, technology is also in the air. So we went to a technology show, a tech show, if you will. Yeah. There you go. It was quite interesting. Yes. Some hot All new right. gadgets coming at you. <laughs> so what did we see? I don't know. Well, these are called the Oakley Thump sunglasses. And not only are they sunglasses, but as you can see, they've got little earpieces in here. It's an MP3 player. Take a look. Oh, my God. But it adds the ability oh to show God. up and play video. First time we've seen one of these screens in a portable device. And boy, the quality is so much better than LCD. Oh God, it's so good. Now, here's something that is an organizer and so much more. It's the e-bookman from Franklin. 
You can read ebooks right off the screen here, and it's a gorgeous display. Whoa. Oh. What these are are wireless internet cameras. The picture on that phone right now is live from my home in Northern California, watching my cats in the living room. Oh, watching oh. my cats. Whoa, that was 20 years ago. That's pretty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Hmm. Of those gadgets. I wonder how much all those gadgets cost, though. Yeah, thousands of dollars, I'm sure. The yeah. Oakley the Oakley Thumps are notable because one, all the characters in the movie we watched wear angular, kind of like insect-like sunglasses. Very yeah. Oakley <laughs> inspired. <laughs> um, but I don't know if they had MP3 uh, earbuds built in to the stems like these thumps did. <laughs> but yeah, how thumps. else do they get out of the matrix? Yeah, who knows? Well, uh, maybe maybe on their ebook reader. I mean, obviously on their <laughs> on their sliding like metallic Nokia phones, um, which are prominently featured as well. So wait, so what movie did we go see? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Um, anything anything showing at the multiplex this week, Ashley? Anything catching your eye? Um, there's this movie coming out. It's not really catching my eye, but I think we should <laughs> really? see it anyway. <laughs> You don't like uh, the poster? A lot of cars are destroyed. Well, the poster's pretty cool. It has the classic trio of Trinity, Neo, and Morpheus. Um, and they're lost in some code, and it says Matrix Reloaded. Right. So I think we should maybe try that one again. Okay. Um, again, huh? Yeah, we... Uh... Well, a Matrix. Another Matrix. Yes, we did do... 2001 or 2021's Matrix Resurrections for the podcast um, sure when we were in the 90s, but we watched that newer movie for some reason because it's our podcast and we do what we want. But yeah, let's go. Let's see. Whenever Matrix we want, reloaded. any time frame. We want. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's go. All right, are you sure you don't want to hear more tech from 2003? Yeah. All right, pretty sure. All right. Let's go. <laughs> So I've got the popcorn and drinks this time. Somebody's got to get the candy. Somebody's got the drinks. I'm going to sneak us into the back door. We're not paying. That's my dog right there. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 go. Tell you, fellas. He's just a man. Kill him. <laughs> what if I asked you to stay out of this? No matter what. To stay out of the Matrix. Why? I can't lose you. You're not gonna lose me. The Matrix Reloaded Rated R starts Thursday, May 15th. Oh, this movie. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's start there, Ashley. I mean, uh, one, you said you weren't super hyped based on the poster. You yeah. weren't hyped to see the sequel to like one of the coolest action movies of our childhood or you know, young adulthood. Maybe you weren't big into the first Matrix. I think the problem is I liked the first Matrix because the concept was so cool, but then once you take that concept and you make it into another movie and into another movie and into another <laughs> movie, it's not as cool anymore. And it gets really confusing and just like it's just so much action. I don't know. I found myself not wanting to watch the action scenes, which I guess is what you see the movie for, and I just like, care less. So. Yeah, that's a bad sign. You were just fast forwarding yeah. to the yeah. architect's philosophy scenes and just, just which I liked. I liked that. Oh, that was fine. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, there is a lot I, of like, and, yeah. Should we play the architect scene and loop back to the beginning? 
Let's just do it. The Why not? Turned to the source, allowing a temporary dissemination of the code you carry. <laughs> this will give a lot of context to what we're about to After discuss. After which you'll be required to select from the Matrix 23 individuals, 16 female, 7 male, to rebuild Zion. Failure to comply with this process will result in a cataclysmic system crash, killing everyone connected to the Matrix, which coupled with the extermination of Zion will ultimately result in the extinction of the entire human race. You won't let it happen. You can't. You need human... Mm. Oh, yeah. Right. You know who they wanted to play the architect? Any guesses? Drew, you probably already read it. I read this, Ooh, yes. I have a good idea, but I don't remember his name. You, oh, then you don't know. <laughs> Wasn't it Sean Connery? Sean Connery. Oh. Which would no have been way. awesome, but he said he didn't understand the role, so he like didn't find it. So they just cast it a look I'm kind of glad he didn't. Yeah, it's just... It's good that there was a no-name you know, uh, an actor yeah. that, <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, um, mom told me today or the other day, because Drew and I related, that I wanted to name my first daughter Trinity. So I guess at the time, I like loved the Matrix movies or the first Matrix. Mm -hmm. um, but, but that is not the case anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Well, that's, so. that, it's so unfortunate that the sequels have kind of soured. Like, you're right that the originality, of the first one, mm -hmm. um, we were wa one of the people that um, we were watching this with asked if this was based on a comic book or based on something else. Because usually, when we get big movies like this now, they're you know based on other existing IP, and this was like a really original story, drawing influence from you know all sorts of kind of like sci-fi, um, existential, uh, Blade Runner type movies. But still, like new characters, Neo, Trinity, like all of that felt so fresh at the time. The visual mm -hmm. effects, the bullet time in the first movie, the actual kind yeah, of like so hand to hand cool. combat, all of it was like revolutionary. No mm -hmm. pun intended for the, the follow up to this movie. <laughs> and this one is a straight up. I mean, it, it's a sequel. It's they, they did yeah. it for commercial reasons. The first one was a huge hit. So they finally, I don't think the Wachowskis were super, um, like they weren't dying to make more movies. So the studio, yeah. you know, eventually convinced them four years later to, well, I guess they started making this in like 2001. So a few years later to, to make the follow-up movies at the same time. So that's yeah. an interesting <laughs> choice. And I'm surprised you didn't like any of the um, you didn't like the uh, Neo versus 100 Agent Smith fight or the car chase sequence that went on for um, uh, 45 Wait, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually went to get dinner and came back because I was like, I just want this place. <laughs> it was still on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I like heated up my dinner and I was like, I'll go back to it when it's done. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> I actually remember when I watched this the first time and how mad I was that he was like fighting all those Smiths for like, seemed like 35 minutes. And then he was like, Oh, I can't fight them all. And then he just flies so away. Flies I was away. like, yep. what a fucking waste of time. And that scene took like over 20 days to film. Just Yes. Uh, the, right after the he fight, meets the, the Mr. Oracle. Smith sign. Yeah. Or visits the Oracle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I just couldn't. And I think we talked about this when we did the latest one that came out in 2021 or whatever. 
I just don't really care for the romance between the two. So I think the whole movie for me is just like, that's I, I can't get into any of it. <laughs> I, don't I mean, that's the other huge part of the, what I think makes the story like um, grasp, <laughs> graspable, uh, relatable. It's like the philosophy stuff, especially in this movie, feels really forced. Um, they're just talking in circles the whole time. Like, you've already Not made the choice. Complicated. Yeah. What? Well, what's the choice? Yeah. But it's does it choice, matter? Because it's already been decided. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they, they take a long time to say pretty much nothing. But the thing that ultimately <laughs> matters is like this Neo is different than the other six Neos that the architect says uh, came before him because he doesn't mm-hmm. care about like saving the world. He cares about saving the one person he loves, Trinity. And yeah, I thought that was effective. Um, and I, I just thought, like, I mean, it's really, it's the oldest story in the history of, of <laughs> storytelling, a love story. But like, I think that's better than it being some kind of like um, thesis on free will versus determinism versus, you know, like um, yeah. whether machines are like, whether they run us or we run them. It's we just kind them. of like, um, yeah, all those conversations. It's a rescue right, a rescue. What? Like hope is your greatest strength and also your greatest weakness. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, Derek, where do you land on action themes? Like, did you? Well, I land. Yeah, I landed full daddy Derek leather after <laughs> back flipping Super off my it. motorcycle. <laughs> um. Uh, I don't know what was the question. Sorry, I got too caught up in. Well, leather. did any of the aspects actually that didn't work for Ashley work for you? Like, did it was it a good action movie? Was it a good like, um, oh, you yeah. know, sci-fi so, movie? Like, yeah. yeah, I was not really stoked to rewatch it, especially you know as much effort as it takes to travel back in time to watch it. Yeah, I really wasn't <laughs> too stoked to do it. However, the action did catch me by surprise and then also the romance at the end of it even though it's uh, very kind of cheesy and it doesn't really fit well i i don't know i i did get some goosebumps with uh the trinity neo love <laughs> and then He's sap i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah i'm a i'm a, I'm a sappy motherfucker <laughs> uh, i hang out with trees a lot but i i liked it and I was more interested in the film than I thought I would be. So sure. it was it was better than I thought. Yeah. Still, or, you know, some good things to shit on for sure. <laughs> but, let's, yeah. you know, it's not like a, a, the thing I'm into. But <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, like, fetishes and, and kind of general, Ooh, like, yeah. horniness, I mean, the movie starts kind of with a mass, like, dance orgy Orgy scene um everyone's coming home like to their partners that they've been away from for a while or even like neo and trinity i guess just haven't had much alone time so their like sex scene is intercut with all the gyration and all the like sweaty bodies at the cave orgy uh and then they're like you know getting their getting their rocks off before the big war comes like 
does this whole movie take place over like a couple of days? What's the timeline here? Yeah, I think in the beginning they hours. say they have like yeah, thirty six hours until like something like forty eight. Okay. It's either like two days or something before everything goes to shit. So yeah, um, it's it, pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, so two two days, three days max is, I think, the timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of interesting for a movie covering so much ground, but they slip. So, so let, yeah. let's let's explain what that what that what the context of this timeline means. So they're back in Zion, right after the first yeah. film, and now they need to. Fill in the blank. as them, 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 their human selves and yeah. dip into the matrix to what? Well, Derek, just go you can say that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're asking or, or prompting, but yeah, I'm asking. They, yeah, I'm asking. at the prompting. end of the first movie, um, some percentage of the population that was all just, you know, in those, um, those tubes or in the, um, in like plugged up right. into the matrix as batteries in those like um, containers, embryotic like sacks. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, have been yeah. like flushed out of the system. Like Neo, we get to see him in the first movie, like be removed from that. And so everyone we see in Zion is now like not plugged into the matrix. They're, they're free, but confined to the underground because the, you know the above ground world is like a hellscape um and yeah yeah, still run by machines so they have their free city of zion but it's going to be under siege by um the machines in the next movie after this one so this movie is just the build-up to the attack on zion battle meanwhile they Neo does think, or you know, um, Lawrence Fish uh, Morpheus's character thinks they can maybe stop the war by um, doing a heist on the <laughs> electricity. <laughs> yeah, basically going to the architect, doing going from like one per, going to find the keymaker, and then going to after they talk oh to the God. Oracle. Yeah. It's like it's it's like all the movies we watch where. The characters on going on a series of missions, John Wick Four, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> and eventually Same his mission ends. Uh, so presumably, when he me- when he meets the architect towards the end of the movie, we've already seen the opening scene of this movie is is Trinity slash Leather Daddy Derek jumping, doing a backflip <laughs> off their motorcycle. Um, you know, jumping out of a window, shooting through the air at an agent and then she gets shot in the chest. So Neo has been having this dream. He, we kind of know that the movie is building up to that moment. And then we see that exact moment in towards the end of the movie. And Neo makes the decision not to stop the war um, because apparently if he goes through one door, he can actually complete the mission of, you know, like just ending the war but he chooses to go back into the matrix and save Trinity. Um, he doesn't choose because he already chose. Zardos. Uh, yeah. He's <laughs> already chosen. But that's basically the plot of this movie. And then it straight up just ends on like a to be continued once he. Literally. Yeah. 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 Um, Literally to be continued. Yeah. And then so they filmed this. It came out 
and then six months later, yep. you said three months, six, six months, months later? Yeah. Yeah. By the Another end of this one. year. So, yeah. Yeah. So we'll be least, watching the next one. Uh, man. I have to not watch it. <laughs> well, we'll All talk right. about that more later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's not a, yeah, it's not a complete movie. Um, actually, we don't, we're not going to get too into the weeds on just like that release strategy because right, I do find right. it pretty, pretty interesting it, as an experiment mm-hmm. that didn't work. Like it didn't make a ton of money. Well, it didn't meet expectations uh, financially. And then I think what they wanted to do was release some weeks apart. Obviously, the studio mm-hmm. wouldn't go for that. But that would have been really interesting to have like oh, you know, to go to the theater you, a couple weeks mm-hmm. later to see the sequel. Right. The, you can see a double like a two weeks from now. Like, oh, yeah. At a drive in, especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that right would have been the full. Out. That would have been like the full, you know, um, experiment if they had if they had been able to pull that off, like uh, to get the studio to agree to that. But nonetheless, it still came out really soon in sequel terms, you know, uh, under a year mm-hmm. is uh, a year is like the quickest you would ever turn around a blockbuster sequel. So um, that yeah. was that was interesting. Didn't really pan out, but maybe mostly because of the reaction to the quality of the films, not necessarily because mm-hmm. they were re- released close together. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought the car chase scene with the jellyfish dudes, um, <laughs> the twins, no, the, the demons there, they are, they are like Beetlejuice white dreaded demons, but I read that the inspiration was jellyfish. So, Oh really? Uh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they like huh. can dematerialize and materialize and I don't know. It's kind of, the mechanics don't really make it much sense. But I thought that scene was pretty cool. It definitely looks like they spent a shitload of money on it. Um, you yeah. know, driving, shutting down, building, I guess, a set. Well, they built to, a 1.4 yeah. mile track for it, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. So there's real people driving, you know, motorcycles through traffic. There's probably not real, you know, people jumping onto, you know, off bridges onto motorcycles. Some of it is, is it, that, that scene looks really, um, real versus the the Agent Smith fight looks really computer generated early on. Yeah. That was that was like where the effects felt the most dated. They were pushing mm-hmm. the possibilities of the technolo- technology they had available, like this virtual camera technology. Yeah. Like if you watch a yeah. Marvel movie, <laughs> there's no real camera going through these battle scenes, but, but 20 years earlier, or, you know, when this movie movie was pioneering those techniques, it wasn't nearly as polished as a modern movie. And it's so obvious when they cut from like the computer generated stuff to a close up of someone smashing through a bench or whatever. And (laughs) it really shows how like fake the, the computer stuff looks. So I thought some of the action was great. And some of it was not great. I really like... Oh, go ahead, Derek. Oh, I was going to say, I also have a theory on that as well, is because the video games that have come out subsequently after the films, I feel like whoever was creating those cutscenes or the cutscenes in the video games utilize that same technology, if not like the same mm. uh, kind of... Uh, Effects. 
it, you, yeah, yeah. Same effects, the same kind of. Yes. It's like yeah, it's yeah. it's a form of cinematography, even though you're not like a person's not yeah. literally holding a camera, you're still diagramming out the camera movements. You want it to look yeah. like a camera yeah. is capturing it. Um they just had a long way to go. So they were it was ambitious and they actually I think originally planned to use like the effect that they use for like bullet time, but that just couldn't be scaled up for this like um this many people in the fight. I mean, it would have taken it already took a, a month <laughs> to film. Yeah. It would have taken <laughs> even longer. Um they spent like, I don't know, forty mil forty million on that scene, or maybe it was the car scene. Um mm-hmm. just like an insane amount of money um to accomplish something that y'all like y'all pointed out, everyone's reaction to the scene is like, Oh, he could have just flown away the whole time. He doesn't like kill them. Yeah, it's frustrating. Um, he doesn't stop. Yeah, I know. He doesn't stop them. Actually, one thing we didn't talk about is Agent Smith's role in this movie. So do you want to explain what he's up to? I actually don't even... I couldn't tell you. I couldn't <laughs> tell you what he's doing. I don't know why he's there. I know he at one point can like, like reach into people's souls and like turn them evil. I just don't really know what's going on with him. So, Drew, spit it out, baby. You're <laughs> yeah. the one who... You can... You can... This yeah, one's not too. This. this one's not too complicated. So it, it isn't. But in to, the first movie, a, a regular viewer, which kind of makes this confusing, I, I feel. Well, yeah, or someone who hasn't seen the movie in in forever. In the in the first yeah. movie, Agent yeah. Smith is is the his Neo's main nemesis. He's like a computer program that's just really badass. In the first one, in this one, he almost undefeatable. Yes, until Neo defeats him. And so Agent Smith right. points out that he was defeated in the first one. He knew the rules um, that were, you know, programmed that he should have gone away. But instead, somehow he had the ability to not go away. And now he's not part of the he's in the Matrix, but he's not working with the Matrix like he was in the first one. He is a rogue virus, effectively, and he is infecting mm-hmm. other people character you know like other programs in the matrix by you know sticking his hand in in them and and copying himself basically <laughs> like a virus you know like i'm not yeah. a, a computer expert but it's a pretty direct you know like virus metaphor so that's how you get the hundred you know agent smiths in the fight and then we we just he's basically a third party trying to take over the matrix he has nothing to do with the architects he has nothing to do with you know like um the machines that are trying to attack zion he's just a power hungry virus right and when you don't have enough power or you want more power what do you want more of power, power. yourself yeah <laughs> yeah yeah himself yeah uh, so he fights him he fights the the twins which are the twins are like a souped up version of the original agent smith they're like a new form of agents there's one scene that i really want to talk about where he goes and meets the french guy um then vinian or whatever that that name is and um and then we get like the dinner the dinner orgasm scene in the in the code where (laughs) what kind of food is she eating uh strawberry Triple, triple chocolate cake or something oh, okay. that's just like so delectable. And yeah. the moment it touches her lips and that she ingests it, 
walk funny. us through it, Drew. I, it's funny because I fast forwarded through that seat or through that whole dinner thing. I was like, this is so boring. They're just talking. And I fast well, forward. you missed, okay. you missed so, one of the best oh. parts. Oh, shit. Dude, yeah. so, so before weird. before we go into this delectable scene mm-hmm. and where the Matrix kind of shows, you can see uh, what's happening within the Matrix code. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of... Uh, just scenes where people are talking and interacting and it's adding to the story kind of, but again, convoluted. Yeah. I I can't remember what the point of the guy's speech was. I think he was saying like some things just cause involuntary reactions and you know, like we're simple creatures. Like we eat a piece of chocolate cake and we have an orgasm, Um, something along those lines. But the way it's, the way it's shown is like we he's talking, you know, narrating. We see this blonde woman eating and then we the camera goes under the table. But, you know, to keep it sort of um, sort of uh, PG, they switch over to code view. So we like go we sh- the camera shoots in <laughs> like through her legs and we're seeing like basic instinct with the code version and then like the the numbers just like flash into this bright white light this really she's... happened yes yeah this is a, a key scene in the movie um <laughs> yeah you right before another thing. fight That's so absurd <laughs> yeah yeah it was I, i'm i'm sure people made fun I of it i was expecting the, the time, code but to look I liked a bit it. more like detailed yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah. once her legs Robert. open up it's like it's very well it's so funny <laughs> I mean, you're looking anyway, <laughs> and yeah. then a, an explosion. Yeah, and the woman has to get her her pupils dilate from eating this cake. She obviously had an orgasm. Yeah. Then she kind of uncomfortably gets up and then leaves leaves the restaurant. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think it would have been a I lot th- more I fun. Think it's cool, but. Yeah, I I think that's like one of the moments of the movie where the Wachowskis are having fun. And um, uh, one of the first movies they made was a movie called Bound, kind of about BDSM um, fetishes. Yeah, so let's get into this. Well, I I haven't seen it. um, So unfortunately, I can't speak too much on it. And um, no, not that film, but but the Bukowskis. Wachowskis. Wachowskis. Wachowskis, yeah. the Bukowskis. Yeah, that's a that's a that's an author, a male author known for his like sexual. So material. the Wachowskis are yeah. uh, have notoriously notoriously been into bondage and sexual kind of. Well, okay, e- I don't want to explicit. Context. I don't want to speculate context. on their their personal lives. They have since yeah. this movie came out and they were the, you know, marketed as the Wachowski brothers, um, they've transitioned they've yeah. both transitioned into women. So they, know. you know, um go And they updated the credits. Yeah. Right? Um yeah. So- I think that yeah they did. And they have made other shows together and individually like that that do feature more of the like like they're into i think like love and sex more than they're into some of the sci-fi elements of this movie Mm -hmm. who knows like just based on like sense eight another movie that they another show they made for netflix that has more freedom 
to explore these like subcultures um, and fetishes and different like interests of theirs. So I'm guessing this movie like had to be for way too broad of an audience for them to really, you know, get into that too much. Hone, hone in. Yeah. Yeah. But like that scene was one example where they were probably like having a lot of fun with the material that they get to work with here in the, you know, the, the orgy scene or the dance orgy, like all of that is in the, the outfit, the leather outfits that the characters wear. It's all in mm-hmm. the text of the movies. It's just, you know, at the end of the day, they're mass market action blockbusters, not yeah. subculture movies. Um, and I, br- I brought that up. So you could mention that they have transitioned. Yeah. And that's so very interesting because when this came out, guarantee you there are some movie posters that said the Wachowski brothers. Yeah, yeah. It's unusual that even, you know, uh, like directing, uh, you know, that they would have kind of like a label like that, that they're directing as a pair at this point. And so, yeah, that's that's and I, I also like we don't I don't know too much about it because they haven't they weren't public about it for a long time like people knew um now they've both like individually at different on a different timeline like talked about their transitions a little bit but it's not like they never wanted attention for it or were not trying to be like spokespeople for the trans community maybe at times one of them have been so i'm not under downplaying their importance to the community but i just they didn't want to be like poster um, we're not the Wachowski brothers anymore. We're the Wachowski people, or yeah. you know, duo, or something. Which yeah, is, sometimes they go by the Wachowskis, and, and also I mean, respectful too. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, and um, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, because we, yeah. we might be pissing people off. No, All no, the no, thousands, hundreds of thousands so. of people. That yeah, no, we're not saying anything. We're not saying anything um, unusual here. Um, so, as far as the other notable parts of the movie go i mean <laughs> ashley already kind of shot down all the main pillars what's what about the <laughs> what about the character so we get uh Keanu back we get trinity like even if you didn't love their we get morpheus like was it do you have any attachment actually to these characters that you were going to name you know animals after children after um I mean, I do like when you see them all three together, like coming out of the elevator or something. I think there's like something that's like, oh, childhood, like that's cool to see. Yeah. Um, I really like the addition of, I really liked Link a lot. Okay. That's something. He's probably like my favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't die. No, he doesn't we die. Thought, so Drew, when Drew and I were watching, well, we all watched it together, but right. uh, Drew and I were whispering like, yeah. oh, man, <laughs> you know, he's got this chick back home yeah. in Zion gives him this uh you know necklace and it just seems like he might potentially die on the same ship that her two brothers, brothers. yeah, yeah two brothers, brothers died on. Died on. but yeah, he died the ship dies but he does not die and yeah i don't know i just really liked his character um i mean i like that's something yeah, I'm just, I liked the death of that guy when he fell through. Um, he fell off the stairs and stabbed him. Like a rod went through his stomach, and then blood splurted onto the computer. Oh yeah, it felt like a yeah. horror movie for like four seconds. I was like, cool, and then it was back to like whatever. 
Yeah. Yeah. We... So true. Walk us through the blood and your, your, <laughs> uh, how you interpreted this, the rating of this film and then the blood. Because, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an R rated movie. They don't really, they show a little bit of nudity in that scene, like when they're panning around the, the crowd. So there's some nipples, but for the most part, not a lot of nudity and not a lot of, of realistic um, violence either. I was thinking when he does the, um, not so much during the Agent Smith fight scene, because that's just so silly, but when he fights the um, kind of the henchman of the French dude with all these weapons around, I was like, this this kind of feels like the crazy 88 sequence in Kill Bill, Ooh, yeah. which was so bloody. They had to like use black and white to keep it at an R rating <laughs> in this movie. It's like they will strategically use blood like you're describing and like Trinity is bleeding in the arm at one point and the blood yeah. um, comes out when she gets shot in the heart. Go figure. Um, yep. But like the violence, the main <laughs> fight violence isn't bloody. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying it would have been better if it was, it was just noticeable. It would have been better. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well that's why John I'm, I'm saying it would be better. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a good that's a good point too. Like you do get kind of the full R-rated like gory action in in a John Wick, not gory like yeah. a horror movie, but you if someone gets shot in the head, you see the blood spray. Um, yeah, so yeah, every time, not just a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, consistent. Yeah. So this one's, I, I don't right. know, it's, that's just another way it's a little bit like watered down, like from the original vision was a Kung Fu action movie with some sci some really like, um, heady sci-fi ideas. Yeah. Philosophical. This one's, yeah. yeah, this one's just more of that in sequel fashion, bigger, but not necessarily better in any way or inventive in any way and then the fact that it ends in the you know like middle <laughs> or i mean you yeah. know it, it ends on a to be continued um yeah and based on my memory of revolutions um it's not going to be a particularly satisfying conclusion either so what happens just oktrap don't even <laughs> I, I, yeah i i'd have to refresh Zion myself Crumble? before i no they live happily ever after oh, okay. more or less they get oh, like okay. they free people to an even better you know uh, like situation with machines i think at the end of this movie you can see that neo um even not in the matrix is able to stop the machines yeah. so right. So I he's able the, to utilize this his ability to think through and understand the mechanics of existence. He can still kind of use the force or you know whatever we yeah. want to call it. Yeah, exactly. So by the third one, I'm pretty sure he's kind of like creating a new future where we can live harmoniously with with machines. And be free yeah. of like you know hiding from them, basically. No but, spoilers, but he definitely grows roses, and the robots love roses. Oh, and they and just, it becomes an animated cartoon. <laughs> well, actually, it does. That actually That's the Animatrix. Oh, really? It does? Well, yeah. They made oh, the, oh, an oh. the Animatrix, man. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> but those are stories within the universe. However, yeah, good, good call out. Oh yeah. man, I remember watching that shit. 
Um, I don't know. I think we've covered most of it. Any other yeah. points before we get into like kind of the the follow up? No. Meh. No. Okay. Nah. <laughs> All right. Well, Derek, um, who's sponsoring us this week? Well, this week, uh, Ashley went out of her way because she didn't join us last week to find us the best sponsor that we might have ever had. Oh, wow. Yeah, I agree. May, may, may have ever had. Uh, it's Big Brothers, Big Sisters. It's a very odd commercial. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I was a big I was a big sister. I had this little girl, and she was really nice. And then she moved. So then I got a little boy, and he hated me because I wasn't <laughs> a because I wasn't a big brother. I was a, so he like only wanted to hang out with my like friends. Like I think Michael did it as well, our friend Michael. Um, and so he only wanted to hang out with like the guys, and I was like his big sister, and he like had wanted nothing to do with me. So well, good for you. Um, no, <laughs> I mean, little, for, the, the girl for was you. great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't want to add Belaybird anymore, but uh, <laughs> good for you. Seriously, no, that's, uh, that's. I wonder if it's still if it's still a thing today. But sure, it is. Um, let's support big brothers and big sisters for kids that maybe don't have um awesome biological ones like you. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> self-serving but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right ashley um back to the movie how has uh the matrix reloaded be uh, uh how is it being received by fans and critics and the intelligentsia um higher than i received it so it's doing pretty well it's like in the 70th percentile or higher which is pretty good um Let's see. I'll give you some reviews real quick. The technical talent is there. The problem is the script, which never once pauses to consider its own essential silliness, which I think is pretty fair. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, even though the fight scenes were a little too much for me because like they're so long, they're pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, that's what you watch Matrix for. There's no story there. It's fight scenes. It's just fighting, like, fighting, 30 fighting, minutes fighting. straight and at one point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um let's see there's only so much rubik's cubism a film can handle <laughs> reloaded is a wash in sci-fi and religious overtones that continually bog down the the film's forward motion we didn't talk at all yeah. about like neo the one is this you no. know kind of christ savior vibes so that's i mean yeah. it's so it's so straightforward it's not like anything no. we could um eliminate there but yeah it's obviously people. Well, we should mention one scene where he comes home and him and Trinity are trying to get down to business, but he is greeted by like hundreds or more people that want him to like bless things and like save their family. Save the, yeah. yeah. Save their in the, in the first movie, only Morpheus, well, Morpheus and Trinity believed in Neo it be believed like one in Keanu Reeves's character Neo, but also just even in the concept of there being like a one that Morpheus kept promising. Mm-hmm. So like this movie, so your one is a one, and then your two is a two dot one, something like that. I mean, technically he's number six, <laughs> two dot six. Yeah, all right. But but th- there's enough <laughs> there's enough evidence now that he's special yep. to where. A lot more people believe it. Not everyone, of course. Um, yeah. Not people that have romantic entanglements with um, Morpheus's um, <laughs> former girlfriend or whatever. But uh, yeah, anyway, Neo is Christ, effectively. Yep. Yeah. And he can reach into people's bodies and take out bullets and then reignite their heart. 
So, yeah, yeah, he can resurrect yeah. people. He can bring Talk people back to life. <laughs> Talk about getting deep. Baby. Not just himself, but other people too. Okay. So okay. What else? More powerful. Uh, um, how, so you kind yeah. of briefly mentioned, but how to do in the box office in general? Yeah. So what's interesting is we watched X2 last week. That was a huge opening weekend, 85 million. And we are seeing a slightly early, um, release of matrix. They're actually separated by, um, you know, there's a week between the movies coming out even though we're doing them back to back. So after X2 had been out for two weeks, it had dropped all the way down to 17 million from 85 and the oh. matrix comes in with 91. So biggest movie of the year up to this point, we might have some bigger ones on the, on the horizon, but I think opening weekend was, is, is successful as they could have hoped and expected. It's just kind of the drop off from there that um, <laughs> that might be an issue, but very successful opening weekend. People were excited, maybe until they saw it. <laughs> well, isn't it also the biggest rated R movie of the year or since nineteen eight? I thought I read I read that yeah. it beat out um, Beverly Hills Cop from nineteen eighty four. For what the biggest com- rated R movies, <laughs> yeah, well, both rated R movies, but yeah, very different. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I thought that was it, interesting. I didn't at know the time well. it was the biggest rated R movie ever, biggest opening weekend, and then Deadpool until would, would... Passion of the Christ, and then <laughs> Passion of the Neo. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, and then Deadpool. Yeah, now I think Later. it's one of the Deadpool movies, but yeah, it's kind of like it is interesting that it is r-rated it's not like hard r like deadpool seems no. way more vulgar and violent but and violent, yeah. it is it, it was a big deal that it made this amount of money with an r rating i'm not sure it needed it even yep. needed to be r like i didn't No, there's some f words and stuff but other than that right. they just taking this out um so would you guys consider this a new release or old news based on do you want hmm. more remakes, <laughs> legacy? <laughs> what do you guys think, Derek? <laughs> um, the action scenes. If you're, I was like I had mentioned, I wasn't necessarily looking forward to rewatching this back in two thousand three. Uh, but on screen with the good sound quality and this like intimate experience where it's you know projected onto a screen versus watching yep. it on my phone or you know computer screen. It was entertaining. It was slightly too long, but I'm barely giving it a new release. Interesting. But it's, it's still rad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll go next. Um, definitely not a new release for me. Old <laughs> <laughs> news for Ashley. Um, maybe I'll rewatch yeah. the. Maybe I'll rewatch or revisit the dinner scene just because that sounds funny, and interesting. <laughs> yep. But other than that, I think I'm out. Uh, it's not um, going to change your mind. <laughs> old news all the way for me. Uh, Drew. Yeah, I can be the tiebreaker. I'm going to go old news. I mean, I I, I agree 100% with Derek that I was entertained and I'm happy I watched it. I'm just not going to go to the next step of being like, people need to rewatch it. If you remember... Yeah, go watch it. If you remember like being disappointed the first time, you're still going to be disappointed. <laughs> I, think what, I think people have had like a little bit of a rediscovery that like it's not as bad as they thought it was so that's something yeah but that's like, kind of where i'm at 
that's a pretty low bar to be like, okay, it's <laughs> it's not terrible. It's it's fine. The sequels yeah. to the Matrix didn't ruin the series, but they didn't really add much either. So old news have. it is overall. Okay. All, All right. right. Old news then. Um so how early aughts <laughs> on a scale of zero to hundred and three is this Matrix movie? Like- now we have like the front runners are like how to lose a guy in 10 days with 98 old school 93 been at like beckham 77 identity 79 and then they kind of drop off from there i mean it has Good stuff. Reeves, which yeah again but... uh similar to some of the other films that we watch it's like how do you compare this to 2003 based in the future yeah well, it's ah. a definitive like franchise from the early aughts. So there's that. I mean, ninety nine yeah. for the first yeah. one, and then two thousand three for these sequels. So like, if you're just thinking back on action in the early aughts, it's all, you know, the Matrix kind of changed changed the game. Um, yeah. But and then Keanu was I don't know he's been a staple <laughs> from the nineties <90s laughs> through decades. the two thousands and continuing with John Wick. Uh, you know, making um, yeah. blockbuster action movies now, so he almost doesn't really count. Um, if it was the first movie, you it would that was like a definitive movie of yeah. the yeah. year of the '90s, like a culmination of the '90s. This is just more of that. <laughs> so I don't know. I could see '70s. Dude, this or, gets a low. Oh, I was gonna say like '30s, '40s. Like there really isn't much aside from maybe, but, the well, but it has wife. the matrix in the name. Like that just makes you think early aughts. Like that's that's. I'm guess okay. I'm giving it a lot of credit just for that. Just like okay, being one of the biggest. I'll let you all take it away then. Yeah, I just think it should definitely get a low score. That's fine. Hmm. Actually, I mean, I'll just, yeah, sixties. Something like the sixties. Yeah. Okay. Sixty nine. Yeah, I was just saying that Derek's uh, favorite number, so we'll do that. Well, the, okay, so when we were watching it, Drew and I absolutely were kind of like whispering in each other's ears. Like, I don't know where you're going with this. Sexual. <laughs> oh, Drew and I were like, "Hey, should we make out yet? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's give it a 69 because okay. there was, you know, yeah. And Ash, that you is... have to go back and, wa- and watch, watch the, the dinner scene. Okay, yeah, that is yeah. appropriate. I'll give you that's that. What that's what we'll call it: the dinner scene. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um. So each week when we watch a movie, we take something from that movie and we sell it for a little bit of a profit. Um. A lot of it. Right now we have. Oh, I like that. A variety pack with your a superpower. Candy turns your skin different colors. That's pretty sweet. From X Men, I assume. Yep. Um. Yeah. There's a Rain Wilson torso and animal bottom keychain. <laughs> <laughs> um. Talk boy knife thing. with blood button. New release bath token, you know, kind of all over the place. So what do we want to take from this movie? Hmm. How did, oh, I have a question. How did Morpheus sunglasses stay on his face? Great question. I was wondering the <laughs> same for... I, would hope I, I was hoping I'd find that in the trivia, but I did not see it as a thing. It just looks like... Every one of their happened. sunglasses were so, de- looked very delicate. Okay, so this might be what we should sell. Yeah, is, I think we should sell... Uh, punch-proof, punch-proof sunglasses. Um... Uh, uh, well, much like non, non-attached sunglasses. Yeah, because no, just the same way Oakley kind of um, reinvented sunglasses <laughs> yeah. with a thump, we can reinvent sunglasses. <laughs> I guess they could just play the new release podcast, so there's thump loaded with <laughs> new release, but that's lame. They can just be like 
future sunglasses where yeah they just they're like the swimming goggles but they just just like hover in front of your eyes somehow <laughs> like like morpheus is well apparently or, it's a they have a special mount called a pince-nez which literally means pinch nose yeah so there's a spring connection between the lens which squeezes gently on the nose to hold the glasses <laughs> that's but actually a pretty magic. old-fashioned style yeah you see that on like cartoon characters and old like russian um literary figures <laughs> uh, so we're gonna bring those sunglasses back yeah how do you spell that hmm. uh, p-i-n-z-e-n-u-z or something pinson yeah. nose something like that pinson nose glasses glasses okay. um yeah perfect. except ours say like the uh your right person looking at you is left has n on the those r on the right ones you know those ones that you that have like uh anyway branded got it nothing yeah branded <laughs> oh for new release oh oh i see um okay uh, what is yeah. um um well next week did we already did we already mention this i think that was before we started recording so um yeah Great. we just watched two we watched two giant blockbuster movies, X2, Matrix. I think it's time to hunker down at home and watch yeah. the end of an era of two of my favorite TV shows. One this week, one the following week. But we're going to be starting by um, by going back to the creek. Derek? In 1998, it became the most captivating new show. Now. After six seasons, the series that spoke to a generation will come to an end. Wednesday, the spectacular two-hour farewell episode that will take you five years into the future. As Joey makes her final choice between Dawson and Pacey, tragedy will strike one of these four friends. Dawson's Creek, the final episode. Still so ridiculous. Second time listening to it. Can I make a prediction? Because I haven't seen it. I don't really know. I actually don't know what happens. Sure. I think I remember. Joey, what if Joey dies nice. and she gets to pick neither of them? She's the one out of the four. <laughs> Interesting don't, prediction. Don't Extra tragic. Yeah. So that was a helpful preview because they they kind of explained the gimmick, which is, you know, a future episode. It's funny. We're not watching a movie next week, but it's still a two-hour finale. So <laughs> buckle in. I was like, oh, it'll be 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Although we'll have commercials, so it's probably like, you know, an hour 20. But still, yeah. I'm super Great. excited. Um, Dawson's Creek might have tailed off a little bit for the last couple seasons. <laughs> Definitely did. Um, but I love the early seasons of Dawson's Creek. And this will be very sentimental for me. So that's next <laughs> week. If you want to... Matters. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you want to hear that discussion and then find out what we're watching the following week... And then all summer long, you can search new release on Spotify or Apple to subscribe to the podcast. Ashley? I guess The Matrix was a love story, so that's a wrap, kind of. We didn't talk about how terrible the music was, but just to add that to the list. There's some good techno. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs>
Lightning is flying through the air like Superman. 